Neil and Debbie. Welcome to Mr. G's room, G's room, G's room. Welcome to Mr. G's room. Come inside and take your shoes off and find a spot on the floor. Here we are. Hello. Yeah. Neil and Debbie here. Welcome to our podcast. No, welcome Debbie. to Mr. G's room. Well, indeed as well. Yes, take your shoes off of the floor. Yeah. On the door. Oh, by the way, be careful because I went to a restaurant um, <laughs> last week. Restaurant. You have to say restaurant. Nana told me that. She said, yeah. till the end. It's terribly common. <laughs> restaurant. Restaurant. And someone trod dog poo into the restaurant and we oh, turned no. around and we were like can you smell something and I was like oh no it's not and we looked around for a dog outside thinking maybe it's gone through the air con Ooh. and someone had trod through doggy doo that's going to put you right off choosing well, it did. something isn't it put me right yeah. off my eggs Benny yeah. did you stay or did you go oh no we, we slagged it away. off for about 10 minutes we're, oh we can't we can't stay in these conditions and then it was alright be very careful where you tread is what yeah, I'm saying well, exactly. yeah. Right. yeah well exactly words of wisdom be careful yeah, where you funny. tread yeah. in 2017 <laughs> be careful where you tread Anyway, here we go with our show. Um, lots of stuff coming up. We'll tell you when we get started on the show exactly what that is. And well, a waste of the sentence. <laughs> what well, an absolute waste. Do you know what? We're going to breathe air in and out, yeah. and we will tell you when we're going to breathe. <laughs> Neil and Debbie. Toto? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Hi, I'm Jackie Collins, and you are listening to Neil and Debbie, you lucky bitches. You have no style or a sense of fashion. Well, um, I think that depends on what you're... No, no, that wasn't a question. Donald Trump. Oh, please get those two in a room. Please get those two in I a room. I can't wait for that, can you? Oh, Meryl, I mean, yeah, the president wears Prada. <laughs> actually, it, actually, yes, that could work. Uh, the devil wears Prada. The president. The president's wife yeah. wears Dolce & Gabbana. Have you heard about that story this week? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, look, yeah. look at us. Meryl Streep's just made the most amazing <laughs> speech at her awards, and we're talking about what his wife is wearing. No, 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 no. So, so, something that one of the Dolce & Gabbana guys have said. Oh, yeah, no, you've got that to come on the show. Well, hang on a minute. Are we, I'm so confused, It's a similar Neil. thing, because obviously Meryl was talking about Donald Trump, but without even mentioning his name. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, she didn't, yeah, did she, she? She didn't mention his name. It was brilliant what she did at the Golden Globes. Oh, is. She's, yeah. She oh, has she's style she's in a class sense of Can I just ask, are we friends with Dolce & Gabbana at the moment, uh, after the Elton thing? Well, no, well, even more so, no. I think, well, you'll have to... Well, I'll tap oh, to they're not the friends. Next, they're I? not friends with Trump. No. Oh, they're not friends. They're I'm not friends. Oh, yes. God. Anyway, hello, it's Neil and Debbie here on Gate. Welcome to the show. We're wearing George Asta, if you're interested. So here we are, just about getting into our jeans this morning. How are you feeling? I was really... I actually had to lie actually had to lie down to get into mine this morning and do them up. <laughs> that is so brilliant. You know what we need? You know the talking mirror, which has always been my favourite part of Disney... Who is the fairest of them oh, all? I want one of those. Yeah, I know. Well, you don't. Well, no. Can actually. you imagine what it would see? Your turn now, Neil, to find a clip that would say how you feel right now. Um, I'm thinking Nathan Lane. Okay. I'm thinking Birdcage. If you looked into the mirror in January and this stared back at you, this is what you'd hear. Yeah, I'll have it's, to. I, I can't find that at the moment. It's, it's well, excuse me. Where have you been, bitch? No. Talking to my slim self. You're hideous. You're hideous. You're fat and hideous. <laughs> That's what mine would say. Mm. Can't find the clip in time. No. Oh, hang on. Oh, here we 
Like, I'm the other. Don't look at me. Yeah. I'm hideous. Hideous, fat and hideous. Perfect. That exactly is the it, yeah. mirror. Why can't we have the talking mirror? Actually, it reminds me of stuff on the show today. I have got Tom Ford with some top advice, which I'll give you some... He, he, he talks about the importance of having a full-length mirror. More about that later. Do you have one in your house? Uh, uh, not, uh, probably somewhere, yes. I've got one in my bedroom. Have you? Do you know why? Why? I can Tom Ford it. <laughs> it's good. I've yeah. got one in my bedroom. They are. Excellent. I'm not looking at it because no. I don't like what's I've, there in I've back. actually stopped looking okay. in the mirror at yeah, myself. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's, it's that Listen. bad. It's, it's actually that bad. Can I just say something? Yeah. Neil, mm. d- doesn't matter what you believe in, who you believe in, someone created you. They did not put you on this... They did not put you on this earth to hide around the back of people in photographs or to avoid looking at the wonderful um, machine they have created. Yeah. Sort yourself out. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You have got a fabulous body, Neil. We just... (laughs) And I have got a... Everyone listening has got a fabulous body. (laughs) And we're lucky to have them. Yes. We just need to take a bit of TLC to it. Yeah. Yeah, Or a knife. Yeah, we haven't got time to, you know, to fat shame ourselves. If you would like to get in touch with the show, and by the way, it's nothing about size, it's how you feel about yourself. And mm. if you don't, if you are starting to hide around the back of people in photos, then it's time to sort something out because you should be confident. Doesn't matter what size you are, you should just be confident in yourself. Yes, exactly. Nipple yeah. comp. Right, nip comp. That's, that's for 2017. Yeah. Nipple confidence. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. If you'd like to get in touch with us, here's how you do it. In, in fact, 2017 is the year of get, doing this, mm. so don't muck about. It's This is Endebs at gadio.co.uk. That's correct. Twitter yeah. is at This is Endebs at Gadio. So what are you faffing about for? <laughs> if you want to go on to t- uh, Facebook, it's... Uh, what is it? Endebs official exactly on Facebook. exactly what I said. Yes, there you are. I mean, and the messages are coming in thick and faster. <laughs> <laughs> like to read this one out. Yeah, yes. All right. I'm Natalie Cassidy. Yes. Just doing this now. Well, Robert Lim is listening. Just doing this now. Good morning, my lovelies, he says. Oh, my goodness. How would you like your eggs in the morning? (laughs) Scrambled for fried, he's put. No! I think he's been... Sounds like it. It's a bit early, isn't it? And this has come in, and I might need a bit of Kate Winslet here. Mm. This is re-vis-a-vis last week's show. May I have some Kate Winslet? Yes, I'm just finding her now. Where's Kate? Ah, uh, here we are. Oscar winner. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's yeah. right, Kate. Yeah, where was your win? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, thank you so much. Happy 2017, he says. Hang on, I'm just trying to... I don't believe it. Who's this from? Martin Brooks. Oh. Happy 2017, Neil and Debs. A sad start to the year, but very pleased to hear you dedicated um, the show to George Michael. Oh, that yes, well, of course. So there, yeah. there was no other choice yeah. other than to do that, was there? No, there well, absolutely yeah. wasn't. And thank and the, you for everyone who got in touch for that. Yeah, and the podcast, you can hear it again. Oh, it's available go. now. Yeah. Whenever you are, you yeah. go to mixcloud.com oh, forward slash this is Ndebs or do a search for Neil and Debbie on Gadio. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Music porno power. Oh, yes. Oh, this, this. This does things to my belly. This does. These are Gadio's wobble, anthems. Wobble, wobble, wobble. <laughs> wobble, 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 yeah. Neil and Debbie. Follow them on Facebook. You'll find them under Ndebs. Brilliant porno. Oh. Music power. <laughs> it's that bit where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> that is superb. Joe, you know what? The rest of the world missing out. They don't know that song. Mm. Why is that? Adu- why is that purely? <laughs> why are only people? Why are we the only people playing it? It's quite brilliant. Uh, welcome to Gadio's Anthems. This is Neil and Debbie. It's 2017. This is coming on Twitter at 
This is Ndebs at Gadio. You can email us. We're not, we're not, we're not, um, what do you call it? Technophobic here. No, exactly. If it's you want Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. Email phobic, I mean. Yeah. Okay. This has come from Cecile. Cecile is a lovely lady, Neil. Cecile. Cecile says, I'm going to adopt the voice of Elton John for this. Daddy's very proud. She's sending us a big hug today. Oh, thank you very yeah. much. Just a casual hug. Just what she, wants, what she wants to oh, do. No, I like it. I love, you know, I love a good hug. Yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah. oh, you can tell a lot about how someone hugs. Oh, yeah. She's French. I knew it. I knew it. She's French. Nicole. Nicole. Oh, yeah. She lives in Saint-Jean-de-Luz, France. I'm going to Paris. I might say hello to her. Oh, OK. There we are. So, over to your news now. Right, yes. Uh, me at the news desk. You standing by with the clips. Excellent. Uh, first of all, see some of the stories that mm, are making the headlines this week. FA chairman Greg Clark says he has spoken to gay footballers about the possibility of coming out. Uh, Clark, whoa, 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 whoa. Who? This is the FA chairman, Greg Clark. He's basically... He's pitched the idea that they synchronise the coming out so that uh, there's f- the focus wouldn't just be on the one person. So there's a few of them that need to come out. They all come out at the same time, which is actually a really, really, really smart idea. Uh, he's suggesting they coordinate it and start the season when the crowds are happy and the sun is shining. That's I like, the, that's John, advice. I love the idea of that. It's good, isn't it? And on the back, if anyone is homophobic, you could just have balls to you! <laughs> and we could just kick balls at people. <laughs> that's really good. I like that idea. In the US this week, the homophobic right-wing politician Michelle Bachman has spoken of her excitement that Donald Trump will soon be in the White House and in a position to remove much of the advances in LGBT equality under the Obama administration. Uh, Here's how she described the policy of US foreign aid being given to countries under the condition that they promote more progressive attitudes towards gay people. Well, we've seen such evil come out of our State Department, unfortunately, where financial incentives are withheld from countries unless they advance, for instance, the gay agenda. Oh, the gay agenda? What do you mean the gay agenda? Cow. Oh, it's just... She's a hateful cow. But like I said, no, I mean, she's got she's got crazy eyes, isn't she? We, we, yeah. we used to cover her ages ago. Yeah. The woman's not... Something's not right no, there. No, Oh, She's full... Sh- she is full of up. hate. Yeah. She's, she has squidinked herself. With hate, same as people like Katie Hopkins, mm. and what comes out of their mouth is just a result of all this bubble and anger and hate, and it's not, it doesn't make sense. That makes, that makes no sense. What's the gay agenda? No, I know, I know. What is the gay agenda, and why aren't we on it? <laughs> <laughs> Another story here: a survey of millions of tweets has pinpointed some of the most homophobic places in the UK. This is according to Twitter. The most widespread homophobic abuse was seen in Denbighshire, North Wales, and Dundee, and also Scotland. Other areas with high homophobic hate speech included Glamorgan and Gwent in South Wales and also East Yorkshire and Peterborough. <laughs> Peterborough? My auntie Sharon is in Peterborough. She? She's not homophobic. No, I wouldn't have thought so at all. Uh, racism and sexism are much more prevalent than homophobic insults among users of Twitter, it says here. But for every eight positive or neutral tweets referring to sexual orientation, there was one negative tweet. Do you know what I think they should do, Twitter? Uh, uh, what I think they should do, you know when you get the official green, uh, blue tick when you're someone... Oh, yeah, we saw famous. Yes. I think if you do anything racist or homophobic, you should have a mark put against your name so everyone knows who you are. Mm. That's what I think they should do. Well, you just shouldn't allow.
allowed to be anonymous, should you? That would sort it oh, out. You, you're not anonymous. You're on there as a name. No, no, no. Well, yeah, no, but people sign up with their accounts are anonymous, aren't they? Which yeah. is why they then troll people. Right. Yeah, so there we are. It's getting boring. It's that sorted. Uh, one final story here. Mariah Carey oh, yeah. took to social media this oh, week to explain her Times Square New Year's Eve concert debacle, during which, of course, uh, she was seen not singing to her music track. Uh, Mariah has blamed a technical fault, meaning that she couldn't actually hear the track uh, while she was on stage and she was supposed to be singing along to. She also blames the production team oh. for hanging her out to dry. It turned into an opportunity to humiliate me that my feelings are hurt, but I'm working through this and I'm truly grateful for my fans and my true friends who have been so supportive in this time. She's also said she's taking a bit of a break, isn't she? She's quit Twitter. She's bringing the feathers out. Bring the feathers out. She's quit Twitter. Oh, sorry. She's quit Twitter. My favourite thing about that is, Joe, mistakes happen. We've all seen that fabulous clip with Madonna when it all went wrong on uh, the Blonde Ambition tour. Yeah. And she just went, one of the all-time worst. And you just get up and go, that's it. Mm. Can you imagine Madonna doing reaction like Mariah? No, no. No, after she got pulled down at the Brits. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I'm so embarrassed. I might leave Twitter. She goes, she didn't make a comment about it. She no. just said it was awful, yeah. and that was it. Exactly. Bring the feathers on. Yes! Neil and Debbie. Montana's with Rita. Rita Campbell on Gadia. Neil and Debbie here. Ooh. Hmm? Ooh, I was thinking of someone the other day, one of our absolute favourites, and then now the name's gone out of my head. I'll have to go on my Google Was it history. Peyton? Who, no, it wasn't. Who's, 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 we were talking to Peyton later on the show, by the way. No, it wasn't Peyton. Susie Ledge. Oh, I, Susie oh Ledge. Oh, my God. I absorbed myself in Susie yeah. Ledge over the weekend, last Where weekend. I absolutely loved it. Wow. Oh, God, I love that woman. <laughs> but we're going to speak to Peyton Layton. Oh. Yes, that's right. Layton. Yeah. Peyton Layton. <laughs> Peyton Layton. Latent, yeah. patent. Uh, X Factor star, amongst other things, of course. Well, talking of which, Neil, mm. of X Factor and all those talent shows, I think you and I are a bit dodgy and a bit stodgy, so we need to... Jenniferize ourselves. Our, well, ourselves. Right. We need to jenniferize ourselves. Jenniferize myself. Ourselves. Okay, right. Jenniferize yeah. ourselves. Okay. We just need to clip that bit a yeah. bit better. <laughs> This was incredible. Did you watch The Voice last week? No, I was watching the thing with Gary Barlow. Gary Barlow. Gary Barlow. Um, all right, down. Let it shine, where well, the things light up. This, I'm sorry, I'm going to pee all over your chips now, because, oh my God, Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson yes. has shot up to the number one spot of the best ever, ever, ever judge on that show. Her and Will I Am rule it. Mm. They rule it. Mm. I mean, everyone, every now and again, they wake Tom up. Absolutely. From Wales. You're from Wales. I'm from Wales. We should work together. But Jennifer Hudson. Is it because they are American? No, it's because she has talent through the roof. Well, we know that. JK Rowling and I were talking all night. Oh, were you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were going, who do you like best? Jennifer Hudson. (laughs) Oh, absolutely, Jennifer. We have, there is so much love for Jennifer Hudson. (laughs) And I was playing this clip. There was a girl called Diamond that came out. Right. And yes, she could sing. Did she shine bright like a diamond? Everyone pressed their button for her to, you know, to, oh, pick me, pick me, Nigel, pick me. But Jennifer Hudson, she gave her two pennies worth and everyone else sort of, you know, tried to get her. And then Jennifer Hudson just put her hand up and said, excuse me. And I don't know whether you're an alto, a topo or a bottom O'Neill, but this is what (laughs) happened here. Are you an alto? Yeah. Okay, I could tell that already yeah. from the song. I was like, I wish she would have picked another key. Now, can, can you just just take it down to just a half step? When you get to the, some people want it all. Yeah. You want to be able to almost sound like that piano and hit that tone and not just clip it or barely make it. And you don't ever want to have to force it up, but want it all. I don't want nothing at all. 
So, so you've oh, got the hairs on the back of my neck have oh, just gone right up. The hairs on my lip have gone. But uh, you know, Will I am like, well, the reason why you should pick me. And Jennifer came in and went, ah, oh, honey, yeah. I'm gonna. And she, please watch it. It's she is unbelievable on it. What a talent! What a talent! Oh my goodness! We to need to Jenniferize ourselves. We do need to Jenniferize ourselves. The fabulous Sorry. Ultra Nate and Automatic. Oh, yeah. Sexy oh, mix. the video to that. I know, yeah. When that guy's just got his keyboard on I his know, lap. It's just a brilliant video, isn't it? It's you, isn't it, Neil? Come on, let, get, let your light, get your light out. Back in my slim days, yeah. yes, that's right, yeah, yeah. Hello to Books and Wine, who are new <laughs> listeners. Huh. They were leaping lizards. They said leaping lizards, endebs. Uh, they were listening to the show last week with the George Michael special. Right. Uh, they were doing little dances to all the George Michael songs and just really, really absorbing themselves in it. And also to mm. uh, GM Lovelies, who is a listener of old, who's found us. Oh, hello, GM, GM Lovelies. Lovelies. That's a name I remember. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely to hear from you. Do you want some George Michael new? You mentioned George Michael. I just, yeah, there's the, yeah. there, this week there was some speculation. You know, there's me quite a lot of unreleased tracks. Well, the tracks, yeah, George. yeah. Um, following a meeting between George and his former manager last year, Rob Kahane met up with George towards the end of last year, apparently, yeah. and play, George played him some of the new music, which he describes, this is uh, Bob, described, Rob describes as quite poppy and in the style of the songs on the Faith album. Rob also says the songs weren't depressing, that's why I thought everything was okay with him. So they're now saying that these, uh, these tracks could well release. get a release. You won't believe this. Go on. I know him. I know Rob. You know Rob Kahane? Yeah. Shall I tell you why? Go on. When George Michael was releasing, he did some remixes of Fast Love with a group called Fourth Right, and they are amazing. They did Spin the Wheel, Fast Love, and a couple of things like that. Right. And I went off to interview um, the remixes in a hope of getting nearer George oh, Michael really? yeah, when I was a away. student. Brilliant. Oh, wow. So I met Rob, and mm. he, I think he's American, and he was like, oh, hi, you know, what, around the studio? That's where George Record's in there. We met at the North London studios. Oh, wow. And he went, yeah, he's through there. He's not here at the moment. I went, I went oh, can I come back when he... And he went, no, no, it's great to meet you. And he's a tour de force. I'm going to get back in contact with him and see what he can get him for you the show. You must, well, you've got a direct yeah. in there. Yeah, well, he'll go, oh, no, not her again. <laughs> Do you think can I speak to you about George? <laughs> oh, that's really lovely. I've got a little clip, because when we spoke to George, obviously, um, back oh. in uh, back in the day on, uh, on the, the 2012 phone interview that we did that we were talking about last week, he was mentioning about some of these tracks, which uh, he's you know, specifically aimed at the gay community. Yeah. So here's a little clip of him talking about that. But one of the things I'm meant to say also is that from the point from a gay perspective, um, there are several tracks on the album which are really meant for the gay communities uh, as opposed to being quite as universal as, as I normally am. Not that the album, I don't think the album will alienate anybody, but it's talking in very direct reference to... In my community, you know. So it's definitely there from the yeah. sounds of things. Let's yeah. just uh, you know, hope let's it, hope. It, let's hope. Only if it's his wish, though. Yeah. Right. Well, get in touch with Rob, would you? I thought you said get in touch with George. No. <laughs> Neil, no. No, that's inappropriate. It's Neil and Debbie. Follow them on Twitter at This Is Endebs. It is the one, it is. Kylie. Kylie Minogue. Exactly, there we are. Neil and Debbie here on Gadio. You can tweet us at This Is Endebs at Gadio. Email endebs at gadio.co.uk. Hello to a Another new listener. Whose is must be burning? The Earth Diet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
the Earth Day. No, we haven't got time to talk about the Earth Day. Oh, my God. Get your camera out. Get everything out. Okay. Get everything out. Oh, look yeah, at that. Yeah, look at look that. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, it's yeah, Ryan Gosling. There we are. Look at him. Oh. There is Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> There's Tom Hiddleston. Oh, there he is, yes. Look, yeah. over there, yes, yes, well, I can see him. What are you doing yeah. with your bed? I don't know, he's gone all... Fun. There it is. There look. it is. All the famous people are coming through now, look. Oh, look, there's Claire Foy. I don't even know who she is. <laughs> oh, and one and... Uh, the one, the only. Over here, Meryl. Yeah, come on, let's be upstairs. Oh, look, Meryl Street, who just has got such style and grace yeah. and fabulous sense of clothing. She, well, she won the award for best global speech in the global world, didn't she, at the Golden Globe? It was an amazing speech. Yeah. It's worth digging out the entire thing if you want to, because she's fantastic. Well, we all heard what she said about a certain mm. it. Can we play you the bit before the speech, which didn't get too much publicity, but it's fantastic, and I have just heard it. I've, oh, I've heard the main clip everyone played, but have a listen to this. But there was one performance this year that stunned me. It, it sank its hooks in my heart, not because it was good. It was, there was nothing good about it, but it was effective and it did its job. It made its intended audience laugh and show their teeth. It was that moment when the person asking to sit in the most respected seat in our country imitated a disabled reporter, someone he outranked in privilege, power, and the capacity to fight back. It, it kind of broke my heart when I saw it, and I still can't get it out of my head because it wasn't in a movie. It was real life. And this instinct to humiliate when it's modeled by someone in the public platform, by someone powerful, it filters down into everybody's life because it kind of gives permission for other people to do the same thing. Disrespect invites disrespect. Violence incites violence. When the powerful use their position to bully others, we all lose. That's just so oh. moving, isn't it? And you can, you can hear, there were, they were close-ups on all the stars in the room. You could hear a pin drop yeah. in that room when she was doing that. And, I mean, Brilliant. she did, bless her, Meryl did leave spaces for claps. <laughs> and did you notice that? But they weren't, because people were just, oh my God, I can't believe she's she's saying this. But it's yeah. br- it was utterly brilliant. Exactly, yeah. And in the words of Meryl. That's all. Kid Massive, Gadio's anthems with Elliot Williams getting busy on Gadio. Now, Debbie here. Na 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 na. <laughs> what's that for? Oh, what's that for? Getting busy with it. Oh, no, getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Oh, yeah. Big Willie. <laughs> big Willie. We've got no time for Big Willie. Still to come on the show, we've got some Peyton. He's in for chat. And also, um, some advice from Tom Ford. Why do you think you should have a full length mirror in your home? Well, if I'm Tom Ford, I would just stare at it all day because yeah. I'm beautiful. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I'm looking forward to that, a bit of vanity. You've got that. I've got breaking share news for you. Oh. Not only that, you know that silly cow, um, Kim, but I think her name Kim Burrell, who was on, talked about during the Ellen oh, Show. We, we talked about that last week. Yeah. yeah. And Pharrell sort of didn't sort of go, oh, no, what she said was wrong. Mm. Oh, we should all love each other. Well, you know, you need to step up a bit. There's been developments. Oh, really? On her comments about anti-gay people. Is Not she- anti-gay people. She is an anti-gay person. She is an anti-gay person. Well, it's she... cost her a job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, don't clap someone who's oh, no. But it, what they say, how she lost, how, you know, has progressed ever since. Right. Just, you know, it, she's uh, she's eaten her. I don't know what I'm saying to be honest, but let's play a song. 
Neil and Debbie. It's Moon 5, and I want to know on Gadio. It's taking you home. That's the one with the funny video where you dress up as animals. I like that one a lot. Oh, do you? Yeah, he's super cute, Adam Levine. He's and he's got a gay brother, isn't he? He's got a gay brother. Yeah, so what's not to like, eh? Uh, you can tweet us here at this is Ndebs, at Gadio. Email Ndebs uh, now, I mentioned before about Tom Ford. He's done this sort of little thing. I've got some clips of it. Um, he's kind of giving his sagely advice as a fashion designer and general sort of stylish guru. You don't normally hear stuff from him. He's no. a, a little bit Kate Mossy that you don't know what he sounds like until, you know, well, quite way down the line. Mm. He, by the way, congratulations, Nocturnal Animals, won a Golden Globe. Oh, did it? Yeah, for the best actor. Oh. Or best supporting something about an actor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they should, if they do, by the way, if the Golden Globes do want us to do the commentary <laughs> for the next year's, we are here. We're yeah, here we go. Yeah. Best supporting performance by an actor was Aaron Taylor Johnson for Nocturnal Animals. He oh. won it. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. he's a British actor, so congratulations to him. That's great news. Um, so, yes, here's Tom Ford. Uh, this is him giving advice on why you should have a full length mirror in your home. When I see people dressed really poorly, I think, my God, you have got to get a full-length mirror. That sounds terrible, but you have to be brutal with yourself. You have to assess yourself in a kind of architectural way. You have to say, wow, is my head too big for my body? Because if it is, guess what? A shoulder pad will make your head look smaller. Supermodels have tiny heads because it makes them look tall, sort of like the Empire State Building. Just tapers up into nothing. There we are, you see? Getting Top 50 fashion. shoulder pads. Yeah, I'm exactly. probably just going to maybe get a plank of wood just to put the right <laughs> way through that. And what could make us look skinnier? What could make us look skinnier? Well, going on a diet. Yeah, for diet, yeah right I know. Now. Do you want some more? I've got, yeah. I'll give you a choice. You can either have best piece of advice when you're going to a party or how to make the perfect entrance. Oh, how to make the perfect entrance, okay. of course. All oh, right, OK. Uh, here he is, uh, Tom. Oh, I like this. Tom Ford advice. Yeah. I think the way to make a perfect entrance is to do it confidently. And confident, by the way, doesn't mean cocky. You don't want to walk in the room being in a... You want to walk in, generally smile, stick out your arm and say, hi. And never, ever use the word awesome. It sort of makes you sound like you're on Baywatch. Or Donald Trump, he uses that. Does he? We're going to be awesome, we're going to be a war oh, out yeah, it. He yeah. uses awesome all the time. Well, but we yeah. all know he has, no, not to quote Meryl, he's but we no all know he's got no style, no sense of fashion, and no common sense. I love Alicia Keys. There she is. That's in common. That's the Cascade mix of that. That's why we yeah. love it so much. Yeah. And who are Cascade now? Who are Cascade? Well, they're very talented, aren't they? Remixers, artists, who, in their own right. What are they responsible for? And remember, if you get this wrong, the scene out of Casino Royal where Daniel Craig is tied to the chair, oh. naked, oh, and no. the guy whose eyes bleed goes... Disgusting! With a, with a little ball thing. If you get that wrong, that's what's going to happen well, to you. Well, I suppose I'd better just get myself to the chair now, then, because I the, can't think. The answer is Robin, call your girlfriend, Cascade Remix. Oh, right, yes. Oh, okay, that yeah. breaks oh, your Oh, yes, with that thing, the twiddly bit. We'll have to play that next week. <laughs> what do you mean, the twiddly bit? It's got the twiddly bit. Play that next week, I think. <laughs> yeah. Hello to Mr. Rob. Mr. Rob. Hello, Rob. He says, oh, God, I thought I'd lost my... End- this is Endeb's fridge magnet. <laughs> I accuse my friend, who fancies Debbie Ryan, of taking it. Mm-hmm. All the time, it was in the oven. Well, you don't try and eat us. We're terrible for your health. No, exactly. We, yeah. could, take, we could take all sorts of additives, don't we? Have we melted? Did we melt? No, we're, no, we're like no, we're like share. 
We like Cher. We carry on throughout, throughout heat, through nuclear bombs, through everything. <laughs> Love. Mm. Oh, I don't know where to start with this. If you want to get in touch with this, especially if you have shared this moment, um, you can do so by tweeting at this is Ndebs, at Gadio, and email ndebs at gadio.co.uk. Well, well, well. Mm. You know your favourite. Yes. Your absolute favourite, Louis Through. Oh, yes, yes. Well, yes. I was worried, watching a show in the week with Australian Lisa, and we're going to have to borrow her, the excuse me, bitch lady, because... Excuse me, bitch! Popped into my head. Right. Something happened that I just can't believe. I watched the Michael Jackson documentary. Yes. And I'm going to say this now. You and I love Louis Theroux. He's a genius. This he's was, an absolute genius. This was his worst one. No, really. But he's always really kind of really good with the celebrities and everything when he well, gets to meet them. I think you'll understand why it was so terrible. Right. This is... He basically tried to get an interview with... with Michael Jackson. Right. It never happened. There was right. a lot of Yuri Geller. There was a lot of <laughs> another guy that was very good friends with the Jackson family. Right. So they managed to get Michael's father in a room oh. by paying him a lot of money. Yes, of course. And by letting him promote his crappy bands that he's got or his bands that he was got that no one cared about. Right. So they weren't crappy. I don't know who they are. But basically, they sat down in a hotel room. This is Louis asking the father, Joe Jackson, about Michael. Are you ready? My God. You won't be ready. You won't be ready. I have to pause one bit and then we'll go back to the other one. Okay. So you'll hear Joe, who's sort of like there, and then you'll hear the friend of the Jacksons, who's a little bit louder. Right. Oh, hang on. It's gone to the beginning of the thing. <laughs> hang, on. <laughs> hang on. I might have to bring that to you in a minute. Okay. Oh, I don't believe it. Is it recued itself? Hang on. Hang on. This is one of my favourite moments of the show when Debbie cues things up from her own laptop to play it. Here we go. uh, Here we go. All technically brilliant. Here we go. Here it comes. All right. You started that in America, but when somebody. Hang on. Here we go. What would you use? Hang on. Here we go. This is it. Would you like to see Michael settle down with a partner? That was a partner. A loved one. What are you trying? A wife? You saying? A, a boyfriend or a girlfriend? A what? What you say? A boyfriend or girlfriend? What are you trying to say, Michael? Gay now? Yeah. Why, Michael, stop. Why would you use? Stop. Turn the camera off. Now. Turn the camera off. Turn the camera. Turn the camera. Turn the camera off. Turn the camera off. Oh, then if you're going to be over, I'll let you cut it back on. We can continue. Okay, and then it it moves on. But wait, wait, just wait for this. You won't won't be ready for this. You won't be ready. (laughs) All right, here we go. This is after they had a bit of a Barney. Right. Or boyfriend? How more disrespectful can you be? Or girlfriend? You should just say girlfriend or wife. That's an insult to Mr. Jackson. He lets you come in. Why is that an insult? Because we don't believe in gays. I can't stand them. Me either. And you're trying to say that Michael should have a boyfriend? That's, that's, that's an insult. I'm so glad Kate ain't here. Yeah. Catherine. <laughs> Catherine really get on you about that. That Catherine oh, is the mother. The mum. Yeah. yeah. So oh, there you go. I'm going to let that sink. Shocked. Yeah. Well, Louis Threw is sat on the sofa going... Oh, my goodness. And he does try and push through. So what's wrong? What would be wrong with that? And talk about getting defensive about something. Joe Jackson and the guy that is the friend of the Jacksons hates, not just his and I, hates the gays. Hates the gays. 
I, I would actually recommend you don't watch the show because it will just wind you up. And it's Louis done much better shows. Yeah. But I thought, Joe, you know what? Joe Jackson. Well, you, you've up, you've yeah. exposed him. Well, I mean, he's not that famous anyway, but no. what a nasty, nasty yeah. man. Oh. I know. I can't believe that. I know. I know. You should have heard the words. I was shouting at the telly. It's Morgan Page with Lissy and Don't Give Up on Gadio. Neil Don't Debbie here. Give up. Oh. You still have Kate friends. Bush. I love that song. Yeah. Oh, I think you're tell me some breaking news. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, you can tweet us at Mrs. Endebs at Gadio. Email Endebs at Gadio.co.uk. One here. Uh, this is from. Uh, Paul, it says here, and Neil and Debbie loving the show. I've heard a few people requesting clips in the past. There's someone we haven't heard from for far too long, says Paul. What about R.I.P.? It's to do with satisfying some kind of inner urge. There we are. Yes, exactly. What's, what was that? That's what we're doing for you, Paul. Brian Sewell, of course, uh, who is absolutely brilliant. He's certainly no longer with us, but he just asked to hear some... Um, goats. Goats cheese. That's my favourite, even know, though I hate best. goats cheese and I would like it dead. Oh. I'd like to put oh. it on the oh. island. What a pity. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, could we, could we cross live to heaven now? Could we cross live? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Brian Sewell, what do you think of uh, Donald Trump going to be president? What do you think about that? And the other thing is we have to be very careful about oh. melons. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, wasn't uh, hang on, there. ask that question again. So, Donald, I mean, what's his name? Brian Sewell, what mm. do you think about Donald Trump being the next prezi? They did a thoroughly bad job. Uh, actually, that's very yeah, that's not far off yeah. the truth there, yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. And indeed... What a pity. <laughs> Did you see Revis-a-Vis? Did you see um, Michelle Obama's goodbye speech where people, she cried? No. Yeah, no. she cried. Going the right, she did oh. her last ever speech. Oh. I Googled it because you know how I feel about Michelle. Yeah, no, oh, you my, love I don't, her, don't you? Don't yeah. know how I'm going to cope. Yeah. Turn up for what? Certainly don't feel the same way with Ivana, whatever no. her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Michelle Obama, this is on Taylor Road, holds back tears in final speech saying, I hope I made you proud. Oh, my God. And have you seen the other thing that's going around at the moment? What? There are number plates in America. This was sent to us on, on Facebook. Number plates in America. Thank you so much. <laughs> I think, uh, I'm not sure who sent this. There we go. It was um, uh, Mr. Lim. He says, make this happen. Please, please, please. Get Thank Ru- you so much. Get Rue in the White House. It says RuPaul for president. We've oh, got to have that. Oh, what, your bumper sticker Yeah, thing. on a bumper oh, sticker. RuPaul yeah. for President 2020. Right, that's absolutely, that's exactly oh, God, right. I hope he didn't, I hope Trump doesn't. Do you think he'd go for it? Oh, he would definitely go for it. Yeah. Well, who, who could be, I'm not being rude, love. Uh, you know, I think you and I could do a better job than Trump's going to do. Yeah, it yeah. is petrifying. And actually, you know when they have those presidential, um, you know, where they, the, the two candidates get together for the big TV debate, they should do this. The time has come <laughs> for you to <laughs> sing for the for White House. your lives. <laughs> Neil and Debbie. This is Ndebs. Jonas Blue and By Your Side on Gadio. Neil and Debbie here. You can tweet us at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. Hello to Michael Gravesand. All right, Michael Gravesand. Opinion former? Question mark. Reconteur? Question mark. Fashionista. Or just plain old TV news editor at the BBC. Well, lovely to have you along, Michael. Thanks for joining the club. Yeah. Yeah, you know. you could do, look, Neil, you'll do a, a BBC audition here. Uh, <clears throat> be good. Don't be like normal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> make it pro, make it pro. Well, listen, just a few weeks ago, uh, Peyton came in to see us, the amazing dance artist, artist extraordinaire, really nice bloke as well. He's been, been at it for about 15 oh, years now, nice doing, doing a, trying, to, trying to break into the business. He's doing very well because he's touring all over the world, doing gives. He's been at it. Been at it, what you say? As an artist. Ladies and gentlemen, Meryl Streep, she's been at it for 40 years. You know, at it, he's been performing. He has been performing. He's doing very well. And then, of course, recently, he was on the last series of The X Factor. Yeah, we know who he is, love. He's super well, yeah. cute. He's, and he got through to the judges' houses and he's, Sharon he's Osbourne. The, he's the male Adele. That's what he is. That's what he the said. The male yeah. Adele. Now, we're going to put the full interview out as a podcast, but we thought uh, we'd treat you to some highlights. This bit here. I mean, basically, he went on X Factor to raise his profile and to sort of take part, obviously, in the competition as well. Thanks, Neil, for pointing that well, out. <laughs> oh, my God, thank God you're here. <laughs> I failed my BBC audition already, haven't I? Anyway, he also says he went on the show with his eyes wide open. It's a TV show. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that's the thing. You know, you kind of have to uh, I mean, love it or hate it. It is what it is. It's mm. a TV show. So um, it's not necessarily a serious uh, talent competition, which is why a lot of serious artists uh, don't necessarily uh, go into it, mm. which is why I had, you know, of course, huge reservations about doing it myself. But, you know, my manager was convincing in the end, and uh, and he was right. Uh, we... we in a few months' time, I'm releasing an album, uh, which is a big departure from dance music. I've been making dance music for 16 years. Oh, we know. As You're, you know. Yeah. Uh, and um, I am ready to make a change. Uh, and so for some time now, I've been working very hard on, a, on an album, which I, I feel, in my humblest opinion, is a little piece of gold. Ooh. Oh. Um, it's, it's, it's very <gasps> special. It's taken a long time to come. Yeah. Uh, and it's not something um, that I want to get wrong. So, yeah. uh, so, you know, I was a bit strategic in my decision to do X Factor because, you know, that exposure to millions and millions of people yeah. who had no idea who I was before uh, gives me a lot of collateral now that I didn't have before. Mm. It gives my album a chance uh, to have a lot more exposure than it would have had. So... Mm. You know, so so there was a strategy in place. You know, it wasn't a case of just kind of, oh, well, going on there, oh, ho- hoping it turns me into a star. Uh, oh, those, my God. Those things you see, because I have seen, it's on The Voice, where people go on and go, this is my last chance. Yeah, oh, and yeah. And it's not, I mean, you're the oh, desperation ever. Yeah. Well, you know, it's you so know, depressing. I mean, yeah. the, the six-year challenge was like being held hostage in everyone's <gasps> last chance saloon. Yeah. You know, watching people beg, you know, and horrible. and plead and cry. And, you know, and if I don't, if this doesn't work out this time, I'm going to give up because this is my last chance. And I think, wow. No, you know, no. I've been in this business for 16 years. Yeah. You know, one weekend I feel like a superstar. The next weekend I'm singing somewhere. I wonder, what the hell am I doing with my life? <laughs> it's been like this for so long, but you keep going. Yeah. And you keep finding ways to keep going. If you really want to do this, mm. it's not easy. There is no easy route. There is no lottery ticket to, to becoming a big star and a successful artist. You have to put in the time Absolutely. and the graft. He, and that's exactly what he's doing at the moment, Debbie. He's put, he, putting in the time and the graft. <laughs> he is the time and the graft. What's he been doing? Doing it for 15 years or whatever you said. <laughs> he's uh, obviously on X Factor. Got to judge his houses. Uh, Sharon Osbourne was his mentor. Oh, and he actually went to L.A. Darling! And when we were chatting to him, you, you asked him whether he was tempted to steal anything from Sharon's home. Was it actually her house? Yeah. It what was, did you take? It was actually... I, did, I promise what you. What did you take? I, I, did, I didn't. It's I, face cream. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Botox. Was it a Botox? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, if, if, if she'd had that, trust me, I'd have taken that. <laughs> Babe. I'd have taken the whole lot. And all you'd see right now is a mouth slightly moving. 
<laughs> she looks pretty good. I she mean, looks, yeah. She, she's sorry, my favorite yeah. judge. She's she my favorite. looks good. Yeah. I mean, I, my friend kept saying, get the name, get the number of her doctor, get the number of her doctor. I was like, okay, yeah, right, right in between her telling me to go home, I'm going to ask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and what was Dermot like, by the way? Just for, on, on. Dermot was always jolly yeah. and, and very nice. I mean, I mean, to be fair, everybody was very nice. I mean, you know, even behind the scenes, you know, Simon was nice with, very nice with me. Very, um, actually very, 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 very thankful that I had come Wow. On the program, he even he even in front of everybody at the boot camp after the performance, he actually said in front of everybody, which they, they didn't show in the edit, but he said, yeah. Peyton, he said, I would like to take this opportunity to actually thank you for coming on uh, this program. He's like, and then he said, he said, you know, it's a privilege to watch you perform. And then he said what, what they did show in the edit, which was that, you know, you are pure class yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, I mean, I just, that, that was a shock. <laughs> You know, he actually wrote that on a plane, don't you? High, high place. Yeah, well, yeah. you're very good friends with him, Neil, because you're sauna buddies, aren't you? Well, you we were him? back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Peyton that we're talking to here. Came in the other week uh, for a bit of a chinwag. Uh, we'll put the entire uh, conversation on a podcast for you yeah. to listen to so you can hear it all. There's a very obvious reason why it has had to go on the podcast because <laughs> Peyton is really naughty. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, when you put a naughty person in with me, Neil, I'm afraid it's, we go you were, wild. Yeah, you, you got on really well, you two. We, this is the first time you'd met. Get, yeah, we were yeah. girls gone wild now we were actual <laughs> girls gone wild but sometimes you know when you meet people sometimes you think oh god i like you yeah oh yeah. you and i you and yeah. i we're cut from the same cloth that's what i thought and he also treated us he played three tracks from his forthcoming new album they were really breathtaking weren't they yeah, seriously yeah. really amazing anyway he, we chatted to him obviously his mum and dad he comes from a religious background they're pentecostal members of the church his mum even officiated at his uh, recent wedding to his partner and um his dad made a speech at the wedding and told this what's become the legendary scarf story uh, about the time that his mum and dad were visiting peyton for the first time in london in the midst of winter and um um, it was a cold night, and, and and I had this scarf at the time, which he describes as being god ugly. You know, it was the, <laughs> the ugliest scarf ever made. You know, in the history of scarves, which I'm sure it couldn't have been quite that bad. Scarfzilla. You know, we'll allow him. We'll allow him a little. Yeah. You know, a little you know, <laughs> license for exaggeration. All storytellers deserve that. So, and then he, and then he went on to to to, to say that you know that, that that they'd come around for dinner to the apartment, and um, and when they got up to leave, my mom. Um, had realized that she had lost her scarf. So my dad, you know, took his off and, and, and wrapped it around her because it was cold, it was snowing outside. They were going to walk back to their hotel. And then I, that I got up to go get that god ugly scarf that he'd already been, you know, complaining about to my mom, saying, we've got to get him a new scarf. That scarf is so ugly. <laughs> I'd gone and gotten it and brought it back uh, and, um, and wrapped it around his neck and, and said, you know, that, uh, did you know that you are the, you know, the best father I could ever have hoped for? And, um, he said, he's like, I gotta, I'm going to choke up now. And he said, um, you know, he, as they walked back home, you know, he looked at my, my mom and my mom said, how do you feel about that scarf now? <laughs> and he said, I think it's the most beautiful scarf I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but, you know, what he, and then he ended it. You know, what an amazing thing. To, I mean, at the very last line was just, he's like, and, you know, he's like that day, you know, I learned something that you think is ugly 
can become beautiful with love. You know, it's like, and what a what an amazing you know message yeah. at your son's gay wedding when you were you are an evangelical minister and you've yeah. come from that background. You know, so it was quite something. Yeah. <laughs> That's Peyton and the brilliant Celebrate. New music from him on the way then. And if you want to hear new music, if you want to hear the entire interview, it'll be available as a podcast. Mix, mixcloud.com forward slash this is Ndebs or do a search for Ndebs on uh, iTunes. Oh, God. Oh, dear. It's, it's towards the end of the show, isn't it? <laughs> this non-diet thing. I mean, this diet thing. I'm actually quite hungry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can tell you. We've been eating grapes for the show. You're looking at me like those... Um, like I want to eat you. Yeah, like those dogs do. <laughs> like those dogs do in a Disney cartoon mm. when they don't see a person they see a chop. That's right. You're starting to look at me like that, and I, I do feel I, I might have to run out of the studio. You look quite choppy. Yeah. Hello to <laughs> to Bianca de Dur, the Bianca de Bruenge, who is a beautiful new listener. Right. Some lovely friend. We've got some made some new friends, Neil, um, who are George Michael fans. Oh, beautiful! So it yeah. really is great to have you listening. So thank you very much, and also to Sam Morris. Sam Morris is listening. Okay. And Nina Panna. Oh, not Nina Nana. Nina Nana's my favourite news person. I know, yes, yes. Nina Nana. We haven't got time for Nina Nana, though. We've got some breaking news. This is Nina Nana reporting. (laughs) Not as as good as Tom Bradbury, though. No. So I've got got several bits of breaking news. You're going to love more. You're going to love more. (laughs) You might lick your lips. Oh, okay. I love it when you do breaking news on the show. This is a clip from the first ever man hired as the face of beauty behind Maybe It's Maybelline. Welcome to New York. Ooh. I want to get an extra today. So, there he is. There's a star. Yeah. The first male face of maybe it's Maybelline. Look. There we go. Look. Isn't it gorgeous? This he's clip. Very, very handsome, I mean, he's yeah. super, super hot. Yeah. This clip has had, I think, 23 million people viewing it. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Uh, which is really, really good. And I'm mm. thrilled from. Sadly, there's been a lot of hate clips, uh, hate comments on the back of it, but, right. you know, stuff them. Yeah. I think you're beautiful. I'm glad they've got you on. I'm glad they've got you on. And also, I love singing. Maybe it's Maybelline. It's the main reason you did that breaking news, isn't it? Second bit of breaking news, yeah. and this will make you pop into a thousand bits. Okay. It involves, we should actually be outstanding because she is our part of the royal gay family. Cher. Oh, Cher. Cher and Cher alike, (laughs) She's been quite quiet since Trump got in. Mm. She's furious, actually, if we're honest. Cher is set to return to acting in what might be her most important role yet. Go on. It's a TV movie. They have me there. (laughs) Gay icon Cher returns to our screens. The Oscar winner, who last appeared in 2010's Burlesque, is to start in a lifetime film. Oh, film Burlesque. Called Flint. Flint. How excited are you at the moment? Give me a... Give me a on the scale, it's Cher, it's TV movie. Right. Go on, give me a... Give me a th- I'm not so sure where this is going. So, the film Flint is sent in set in Michigan is about water contamination. Oh, this is this big thing yeah, from the States. That's yes. It. That residents in the, faith, the county are facing, Ooh. Cher will play a resident in Flint who has a family that is directly impacted by the water. Um, so there you go. I mean, it's not going to be a laugh a minute. I was going to say. It, it's not going to be... It's very different to uh, yeah. burlesque, It's not it? going to be burlesque where you go, no. oh my God, isn't this awful? No. You will actually watch it and go, oh my God, no. isn't that awful what they do? She'll be playing housewife Cher. Yeah, housewife Cher, yeah. Oh my goodness. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. yeah. And my other bit of news is that <laughs> Keza, you all know Keza, don't we? Yes. Is working with Stuart Price, a.k.a. Jacques Lacan, 
a.k.a. Madonna's the guy behind Madonna. Yeah. I haven't even heard this yet. Right. So this is the new song. It's called Dearly Beloved. I have no idea what this is like. Would you like a snatch? Fingers crossed. Okay. Would you like yeah, a snatch? Yeah, I'd like, love a snatch, yeah. Welcome to New York. Oh, hang on. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's maybe it's Maybelline again. <laughs> hang on. Let me shut down that yeah, window. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's it. That's right, all. Okay, yeah. great. Uh, that was maybe it's maybe it's Maybelline remix, and I wish I hadn't bothered if I'm honest. <laughs> Neil and Debbie, follow them on Facebook. You'll find them under Ndebs. It's One Republic and Kids on Gadio. Before we disappear, we did oh, mention oh. it at the top of the show. We have, I've forgotten to do this. This is a story about Stefano Gabbana of Dolce and Gabbana fame. Oh, is that his name? Stefano. Mm, Stefano Gabbana. Uh, they upset Elton a year or so well, ago, didn't they? They said that. Didn't they say something about you shouldn't adopt? if you're gay. Something like well, that, yeah. shove off. Anyway, uh, he has praised uh, Melania Trump on social media because she was wearing one of their dresses, oh, apparently. Oh, God! And uh, obviously that's attracted lots of people saying, hang on a minute, as, as a gay man, uh, you should be thinking twice about endorsing Trump's wife and all that sort of stuff. Um, sad when a gay designer doesn't care about other groups being repressed. How much more money do you need, somebody wrote on yeah. social media. To which he responded, oh. don't call me gay, please. I'm a man who I love it's my private life you silly pillow <laughs> I think we should come up with some new names for D and G yeah. don't you <laughs> yeah. do you think we should come what up with the, some the D and the yeah, G yeah what does for? the D stand for <laughs> well I can't say the first word that's said to my head but it's a shortening of Richard yeah. uh, <laughs> and G I mean God. Yeah. yeah. I think we better be careful, otherwise we could get into but trouble. are they stupid? Yeah, are stupid. the sounds of things. They are stupid. They are, yeah. You yeah. didn't make that rhyme, did no. you? <laughs> we'll see you next week from 11. To the pop! Neil and Debbie. Extra, extra. Tweet all about it. Time to once again introduce my trusty assistant. <laughs> she's voluptuous. <laughs> she's collagen-free. And she's all mouth. She is, of course, my lovely lady lips. Hello, lips. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you play that? I don't know, I just saw it then. I thought, if you didn't know what that's from, you'd be thinking, what the heck was that? Oh, Martin Kemp was on with, uh, what's his name, Chatty Man. Oh, right. Over, I can't remember over Christmas. Uh, this was my girlfriend that said this, Australian Easter. Mm. Martin Kemp loves Alan Carr. You could just see him looking at Alan Carr with like, love hearts in his eyes. Oh, really? Love going on that show. <laughs> By the way, can we bring back, I'm not being rude, can we please bring back Chatty Man? Because Chatty Man was really, really good. I think what's happened there, he's evolving that show into something slightly yeah, different. I don't. Been told. I want Chatty Man. Do you back? want it back? You I want, want a Chatty Man. As long as they bring back the globe, I, you know that's. They don't. That's, that's uh, it. Oh. The globe's gone. Oh well, that come on. And I see what they're trying to do with the new show. They're trying to Anton Deckify it, uh, make it like Saturday Night Live. Oh, Saturday they're doing Night sketches takeaway. and skits and things. Yeah, which is fine, but yeah. I miss the interviews. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, let's get peace. <laughs> I love I love Alan Carr so much. I don't want. That I show heard to- him commenting on the fact that it, the part of the problem was getting all the guests yeah. all the time and that's that was proving a bit of a you know trudge because obviously Neil, Graham Norton Neil, tell us about it <laughs> tell us tell me about it Stard. but you know Graham Norton obviously he's like king of the king of the pins you know he gets the big guests first and then yeah. it's a must filter its way down the thing I love that. about Neil and welcome yeah. to the podcast experts is he'll explain so I'll say something like Neil yeah 
I love oranges. Well, of course, oranges are, you know, high in vitamin C. It's just why you like them. And then when you bite into them, you explain to me what I... You are funny. You're a funny thing. Am I really? I'm going to have a grape. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have so. a grape. We've been eating grapes all the way through the show. Yeah. So it's part of We're our... trying to be healthy. It's not satisfied us too much, is it? No, not really. No, I need a biscuit. So um, I, was, I was actually yeah. talking of healthy things. I went out for a walk the other day uh, in, oh, well uh, in the country, which is all very good and oh, healthy. Hang on. Let me tell Mo Farah. Let me get Mo Farah on the right. <laughs> Oh, we've got someone chasing your title, Mo. Well, I couldn't keep up with him. And we were walking up the lane, and this this transit, white transit van uh, oh. drives up past Dogger. us. A dogger. <laughs> Good have been, yeah. yeah. Goes up past, round the corner. Literally two minutes later, it comes back down the lane, obviously mm-hmm. in the opposite direction, and there is a dog on its lead, with the lead tied round the wing mirror, on the outside of the van, with a guy driving inside down the lane. I would have reported him immediately. That's not. I said to my mum, who was walking there, that's not. It was. He was probably doing about thirty miles now. Now, I mean, the dog was a greyhound. Doesn't matter. But that's not right. You should report that immediately. Yeah. Where where, is this near you at home? It was. uh, Yeah. Report report them immediately. Next time I see him, if I see him doing it again, I'm going. No. Report him, Neil. Say. I didn't get the the registration. It doesn't matter. A white van and say the lane. You report that immediately. Oh, I've reported loads of people. (laughs) The RSPCA, like my all my friends and family. (laughs) If I think a dog, I'm not joking. I saw. A dog outside, uh, it was outside Charing Cross, and all the people around it, let's say they they were people who live in, live in on the streets. Right, okay. And yeah. they were off, the, they, were dr- they were drunk, I right. saw the, cat, the tins, and they were eating food, and the dog was as skinny as a rake, and it was sort of shaking, and I, if I'd not been with Australian East, I would have gone up and said, I'm taking that dog now, I'm having that dog. Yeah. But there was about 20 of them, and they didn't look the type to bargain. No, no. So I called the RSPCA there and then, very loudly in front of them, going, yes, this dog's emaciated. Um, you need to come down and rescue this dog because this dog is not looking healthy. Oh, wow. And I made sure that they heard me say it because I knew I could outrun them. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were drunk. They would have fallen over their feet. Yeah. But so, I, I am the first person. Oh, I've reported that, loads of dogs. So in that situation, does the RSPCA, do they come out straight away? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. you speak to Sam, who is my particular favourite, she's quite butch. <laughs> speak to her and say, you know me. <laughs> Say you know me. Right, OK. Yeah. I know Debbie. Oh, her. Oh, I've, I've called the RSPCA with my bat in my room. <laughs> and I've got, I called them when I had a bat <laughs> loose in my room. <laughs> Honestly, love, I've had so many animals. Did they things. come and get your bat out? No, I had to catch her. Their advice was catch it and lob it out the window. Right, and I okay. went, I don't think I'm going to lob. Don't pester us again. Yeah. They're like, oh, God, it's Debbie. I'm probably on their, you know, the FBI's most wanted list. They're like, yeah. oh, God, it's her again. Oh, my God. What's she done now? I've reported them so many times. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Well, not nice. brilliant. It's sad you have to. No, I know. It's it. yeah, but I'm glad that you're, you're, you know, taking the civic responsibility of these um, things. Gay UK or any, any, anywhere should be very happy that I am not working for the RSPCA. Well, actually, they shouldn't be happy I'm not working for the RSPCA because I'm telling you now, I would handcuff everyone. I'd, I wouldn't be able to go through procedure. If I saw someone doing something to a dog, I'd go, uh, yeah. I'd say, I'm going out now. I'm going out and I'm changing out this uniform and I'll be coming back and you won't know when you know, and you won't know why. But <laughs> when I find you, quite, I will kill you! It's quite sinister. No, that's the, that film, that's the film The Taken. Yeah. If yeah. I find you. I would. I would, do, Neeson, I would do what they've done to the dog to them mm. and see how they like it and yeah. chain them up. Well, this is it. This is people just need to, you know, put themselves into the shoes of the other thing, don't they? Did you see the beautiful story in the week about this guy who went running around the Gobi Desert and he picked up a dog? picked up a dog and they called it Gobi he ran he started running no don't laugh now it's true it's beautiful story. you're laughing 
You're laughing. Is this guy who went running? He's an ultra marathon runner, right? And this dog. He saw this dog. It was it's a street dog. Oh, okay. And it followed him, and he went, oh, okay. And then he started to feed the dog, give the dog water, and the dog was keeping up with him. He's an ultra marathon runner. This dog is tiny. It's beautiful little dog, and he loved it. Fell in love with it so much. At the end of the marathon, he flew it home. He, flew, he, he was on GMTV in right. the week, or okay. Good Morning Britain in the week, with the dog. Was the dog happy about yeah, that? Yeah, over the moon. He might want to stay in the desert. No, he didn't want to stay in no, the desert. Okay. He was a street dog, Neil, so right. no one looked after him. Oh, OK. And the day before he was meant to fly back, the dog ran away. It didn't run away. He lost the dog. So he went back to China. Listen to this. He went back to the Gobi Desert. Is it China? Where's the Gobi Desert? It's somewhere sort of hot. Yeah. This is terrible. This does not make us look intelligent. <laughs> Hang on, Gobi Desert. Hang on, I'm going to find out. This is awful, we don't know. Isn't it somewhere in the, the Far East? You know what we are? We're the sort of people, when you're on the chase, you go, oh, how yeah. can you not know that? <laughs> yeah. Right, hang on. Asia. It's Asia. Oh, there we are. Northern China, I told you. There we are. Oh, I'm obviously <laughs> right, China. So he, the do- he didn't, couldn't find the dog. He went back, took four months off work... To do all the, to find the dog and do all the paperwork, and he's now adopted the dog, and he's been a huge social media hit because he's taken well, the dog. Of course, on. you know it's a great story, isn't it? Go be the dog. Yeah. So, and does he still do the marathon running with him? Yeah, he's doing the, all the run, marathon running, and he absolutely loved it. And my favourite bit about it is he nearly bit um, Piers Morgan. He didn't, the dog did not like Piers Morgan. <laughs> there you go. You see, dogs are intuitive, aren't they? Viewers left in tears after Gobi the stray dog who ran 70, 70 mi- 77 miles with marathon runner as she finally gets her home. That's the dog. Uh, Gobi oh, the dog. Yeah, Google. He's, he's tiny. Yeah, absolutely tiny. Oh, he's a little cutie, isn't yeah. he? Not finding Nemo, it's finding Gobi. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so you were laughing, Neil. No, I wasn't laughing at anything at all. Yeah. No, honestly. I wasn't laughing at anything. So that's that and that's that. So that and that's that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what are you going to do? About, Neil, what's what's the plan? What's you, You're looking at the screen like you need to go. Well, I have got to dash, yeah. actually, today. I've got things on. you got things on, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. excuse us. Yeah, don't mind me. Shopping, is it, I hope? <laughs> yeah, I see you down the shops. Yeah. Is it shopping? N- uh, mm-hmm. No. Actually, I think I'm going to go and do um, so another walk this afternoon. That's definitely on the That's agenda. what you're leaving us for, a walk. No, 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 that's later on. But yeah. I've got, no, I've just got, got a date. I've got, got a date. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't possibly say. <clears throat> can't possibly say. Maybe I'll do the walk tomorrow. <laughs> I'm getting bored of this. <laughs> All right, so. All right, well, we'll see you next time. And, um, uh, oh, Is that your to... contribution? You weren't going to talk about David Bowie? Oh, I yeah. knew there was something else. Something more interesting than your walking. Okay. Can I just remind you that I've, I've put up a separate podcast for that Peyton interview, so you can hear it's like 45 minutes of him chatting about loads of fabulous things. And uh, it's on Mixcloud.com if you're listening there via uh, This Is Endebs, or, of course, on iTunes. Do a search for me on Debbie Dan. Right, OK. I've um, got something about David Bowie after your David Bowie. Well, this is the uh, TV programme that was on uh, last weekend. It's the sort of David Bowie special um, all about his life. Um, I've recorded it, don't ruin the end. The last five years. Oh. Um, That's all right, play it, doesn't matter. Okay. So uh, there was a little bit at the end with Tony Visconti, the producer, yeah. his producer. Um, this was a sequence. They were playing a clip of the one of his songs from the early days. I think it was Life on Mars or something. And he, he obviously hadn't heard the sound that was made on the tape and hadn't sort of registered what it was and he mishears what and then the production team were in the background listen to what he's talking about and correct him but have a listen to this okay so at the beginning of this track i noticed there's some waveforms i said what's all this so here's a space oddity little mouse part little mouse part 
little mouse apart from the mouse. Oh. A little I mouse think... fart. Wasn't it fart? A little mouse fart. A little mouse fart. Oh. Anyway. Oh, he farted. <laughs> he, David Bowie doesn't fart. Yeah. So th- that's, what's remarkable about that is that he was there when that was recorded and he's listening back to that for the first time, Mouse Space Oddity recording, and hadn't noticed and didn't even get what David Bowie had said at the time. No. He thought the mouse fart. It's the mouse on fart! <laughs> being and being back. I'm going to tell you two things about the David Bowie album that no one else knows. Oh, please do, yeah. David Bowie graphic designer says Blackstar holds secrets. If you hold up Blackstar to the light, you see something. Then if you let light shine on the CD, you see something else on the wall. And then do you know what else it's got on it? The type was Terminal, which was, they say, David Boeing telling people that he had cancer. They changed the typo, the type, you know, the font, the first time ever on his album. Oh, my goodness. It's really, really, he says there are loads of other secrets, um, but he said he's going to let other people find them. And if you find them, brilliant. If you don't, you don't. Well, listen, at the time of of, uh, recording this, this is on the iPlayers of January 2017, and it's well worth a watch because he was just the consummate artist. And the way he sort of, you know, shaped his career right towards the end and was still really working very hard. Mm-hmm. I want to see this play he's done, Lazarus. Yeah, well, I've told you about that, Michael C. Hall. Exactly, yeah. And it's got very mixed reviews, but I love Michael C. Hall from Six Feet Under. Yeah. So let's go and see it. Yeah. This is the year of the yes, Neil. The so year of Joe the yes. Is. Oh, I like that. That's good, It's yeah. the year of the yes, <laughs> Cat Stevens. Or it's the mouse fart year. Yeah. It's, it's the, the, ma- mouse the mouse fart, fart year. That's good, yeah. And just say to yourself, what would David do? David Bowie do? What would David do do? What would David do do? All right? And he'd, he'd fart like a mouse. That's what he'd do. Yeah, that's right. Very true. Yeah. By the way, fish fart. Did you know that? I'll leave you that. Fish fart. And they speak. They speak to each other. I've heard them. Oh. Fish speak. Oh, well, I've got something to end on then if you're just saying that. Have you got a, t- a clip of a fish speaking? Well, week. No, what I've got is this. <clears throat> What the hell was that? I think it's time we went home. Come on. Come on, Neil. Come on. Paul. Neil and Debbie. <laughs>